Well, Ulysses, we've reached the time in the 2023 race season where we have our first clunker against the lowly Reds, no less. It's like Cincinnati is kryptonite, and we just can't get through Cincinnati. I'm going to need you to tell me why Cincinnati is doing this to the Tampa Bay race starting right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure you check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays, as well as all the other traditional podcasting platforms. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays and email us anytime, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Before we get rolling here, want to tell you that uh, you should skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. We love that. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MLB60, MLB60, and use code MLB60 for 60% off plus free shipping. Uh, let me, before we get rolling here, let me turn down my TV. That's uh, loud and annoying. There we go. Um, wow, we have it. First clunker of the year. Have to get it out of the way some point. You can guarantee you can bet your bottom dollar whether the Rays win 80 games, 90 games, or 100 games. There's going to be a handful or two handfuls of clunkers. And alas, uh, you know, 16, 17 games in, we have it here. Eight to one. Eight to one. Thanks to Josh Lowe putting that garbage time homer on the board at the very end. I, you know, okay, so it's clunker episode, people. So if you're new to this season, to to watching Locked on Racers, listening to it, get ready. This is a clunker episode, okay, uh, where yes. passions run uh, very high and logic goes out the window for the net for the first seven minutes. Okay, this is just a passionate first seven minutes. Then we can <clears throat> be positive and look at the silver lining. But right now, these next seven minutes are just pure venting. Okay, so get ready yes. for this. OG uh, listeners. Again, Clunker, we're, this is a 1997 Chevy Silverado with 220,000 miles on it. That's what we're yes. dealing with. Clunker season. Clunker yes. app. And and everydayers, OG uh, Locked on Race listeners, they know about the Clunker episode. So they know what's going to happen right now. Look, it was such a muddied game. Just... I know it was a fast game because the pitch clock, but it was just the, I know there was there. It didn't, it, it didn't felt I, long. It, it, it felt, felt long. instead of two hours and 28 minutes, it felt like three hours and 28 minutes. Oh my God. It was to a crawl. It was, uh, you know, just again, no situational hitting by the race. Uh, zero for 10 in, with men in scoring position. That's not going to get it done. Eight men left on base. Kevin Kelly, who has good stuff, just could not find the strike zone today. One inning pitch, two walks, two hits, three runs. You know when it's bad? You know when it's bad, Kevin? When Neil Solons actually drops the homerism by like 10 levels. 
I, I listened to, to the radio broadcast in the first four innings. And when Kevin Kelly was doing his thing in the fourth inning, even Neil Solons, who is a homer, and we know this. Everybody knows this. He knows it. Oh, he's a company man through and through. He knows he, who signs his paychecks. He sure. he dropped that. He was like, "Well, it's really not looking good right now for Kevin Kelly." Like he and I like that. I appreciated that. So thank you, Neil, for giving us what we, as the listenership, needs to hear. We need to feel vindicated that hey, this guy is just not finding the strike zone. Don't tell me good stuff. Don't tell me that right now. Tell me he's yeah. not finding it. And something has to happen. So thank you, Neil, for that. But really, I mean, it was just, uh, uh, like you said, the Josh Lowe home run. Thank you, Josh, for, for getting a couple knocks in the home run and keeping that home run streak alive of 17 games in a row with, with a home run. Let's go get that record. Um, what is the record, by the way? Do we know what that is? We We seem to be very apparent and aware of how many wins in a row the Rays needed, but how many games with the home run do the Rays need for a particular record? To start this season, the record is 20 by the 2019 Seattle Mariners. I would so. have not guessed the Mariners as being that team from 2019. There were probably really? about 10 other teams, 12 other teams I would have guessed. <laughs> from the 2019 season? Yes. Um, uh yeah i remember I mean, the, the 2001 that. mariners i would understand that sure sure the 2019 mariners were a very quirky bunch in the beginning you know they had that ichiro japan game mm. that he retired from and then oh ray's legend how can we forget tim beckham was just destroying the baseballs that were thrown to him he was just doing mikey matuk September stuff to the baseballs. Right. Well, now we know what was helping him in 2019 do that to the baseballs. If you know, you know. Um, yes, but yeah, that's <laughs> that's the record, man. So thank you, Josh, for keeping that alive. But really, not not a lot of positivity that you yeah. can take away. Although we're going to do so in segment number two. But yeah, I I don't think I can. Um, I'm not happy, man. Yeah. A uh, couple things here. This is the risk you take with a bullpen day where you're basically throwing out two rookies in addition to Jalen Beeks. Kevin Kelly and Chris Well, uh, you're, you're rolling chances there. And uh, I did a quick Google search of both Kevin Kelly and Chris Well, and their outings, their performances against the Reds tonight uh, – it is showcased by their masthead photos on MLB.com. Like M whoever posted their photos, <laughs> those are the absolute god-awful worst photos I have ever seen. If I'm Kevin Kelly and I'm, I'm as well and I'm their agent, I would say remove those. I'd rather have a black silhouette of a player rather than the facial expressions that they have. It looks like they're smelling vinegar. Go back to lockout days with the silhouettes. I mean, yeah. guys, if you haven't yet, go to raisebaseball.com. Look up Kevin Kelly and look at his cover picture and then proceed to laugh for the next seven and a half minutes yeah. because it's like, ooh, it's rough. So Yeah, that, that's Kevin what Kelly every Rays fan was looking like. That's every Rays fan 
facial expression over the course of this two and a half hour monstrosity, uh, yes. which again, before I, I look, it's the Reds, they're going nowhere, but fewer than 8,000 fans. Holy Oof. cow. I, I'm willing to bet and guarantee that AAA Louisville, their affiliate, drew more. I mean, probably 15 to 20 AAA ball clubs drew more than what the I, Reds drew. And I know the weather wasn't great, and that may be also a factor of why. Well, I mean, the Rays got they got eight hits. They went the the story's over ten with runners in scoring position for one. Um, but yeah. we do know the the race struggles when you um, are going cross country and you add in the the chillier weather environment too. Not to make excuses there, but uh, yeah. an all around bad game for the Rays and. For whatever reason, it doesn't matter how good the Rays are and how bad the Reds are. The Reds seem to have the Rays number. I think it was on the radio broadcast that I heard that the Rays are like two and eight all time, maybe now two and nine all time versus the Cincinnati Reds. So maybe uh, too much uh, skyline chili before the game. Uh, get the Rays a little bit groggy and, and out of shape there. I don't know what it is, man, but it, they definitely just looked off. I know, look, games like this are going to happen, and you can't win every game. Cliche, 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 but they looked they looked flat. bad. Uh, they looked flat, exactly. And, you know, I know that a couple guys had a couple hits. You know, Randy Rosarena with two hits, Harold with the two hits, Josh, like we said, had a good day with a couple hits. But after that, it was really – there's not a lot to um, – be happy about or celebrate really on today's game. It's a clunker, man. It's just yeah. really a clunker. Uh, last thing on the clunker note here. Um, and I know that the Rays, I was kind of rooting for a shutout. I hate to say this because it would have made my question posed to you a little bit better, but I'm going to ask it regardless. Um, over under. Uh, uh, let me think about this. Over under. Over under eight and a half shutouts this season for the Rays. They get shut out. Ooh. Over under eight and a half. Okay, okay. Let me make some math because you're going to lose at least 60 games. Every year, again, we you can bank on this. You're going to win 60. You're going to lose 60. What do you do with the other 42? So every 10, you get one clunker. So that, that would be six right. clunkers. I'm going to go under eight and a half. Okay, under. But let's keep track of this. And, you know, Locked on Race listeners, keep tally with us. This is clunker number one. This is clunker clunker number one. So let's keep. Now, I I didn't say necessarily just clunker. I I said shutouts. So you could lose a a one-nothing, two-nothing shutout ball game. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. So the eight and a half is shutouts or clunkers? I'm just focusing on shutouts. Because I, I had this I had this question geared up before Josh Lowe was a Johnny come lately here. Yeah. Hmm. Had okay, let me... stats. For shutouts, I would say over eight and a half, yes. Okay, so the Rays get shut out roughly at least nine times this year. At least nine times, yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I will also agree with you. And and I brought that number up deliberately. We'll we'll have to save an over under clunker count for another episode but the shutouts i brought that up deliberately because i was fully expecting the Rays to get shut out in this game for one two um in 2021 that amazing 2021 regular season not postseason necessarily 
the yep. Rays were shut out eight times. So that's kind of where I, and we know how good that offense was and just how good that team was in general. Right. But I'm actually going to say, I'll flip it. I guess I kind of agree with you, but I'm going to say under, but I'll say seven. I'll just say seven just because of the way the game is changing and altering with the new rules. And um, we, we see scoring is up, stolen bases are up. So I think there'll be maybe one fewer than okay. than what there was in, in 2021. Not to say that the Rays are going to win 100 games, but I'm just going to uh, just to, to play devil's advocate, if you yeah. will. But uh, that's something to monitor going forward. So we'll have to put that on the board and somebody can uh, and we'll keep track of it, I'm sure. All right, uh, let's move on here um, and, and try to put a, a good spin on things in Rays land before we uh, look to Tuesday's game. Uh, and we got to tell you about our new sponsor, So Rare. Uh, it's called So Rare, two syllables. It's a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams, including the Rays. They did not leave the Rays out. Uh, unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards, and there's no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next-level competitions and rewards. So head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn. That's spelled S-O. R-A-R-E.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic uh, epic rewards. Again, that is so rare.com slash locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N to start playing today. You're on mute, sir. Kevin, I am uh, I'm breaking news. Uh, what is that breaking news? If you're on YouTube, uh, get ready to play with us. If you're not, I'm sorry, you're going to miss this out. But, uh, then that just means, hey, go on YouTube. <laughs> How about that? That's not okay. That is yeah. not okay. That is not okay, folks. Something needs to be done. This is an abomination. It's a Cooper. total disrespect to Cooper Criswell. Whoever signed off on this is probably a Yankees fan. Yeah, come on. How can you say that? Yeah, this is an okay picture for his cover. Come on. That's not okay. Yeah. And you know what's not okay? Kevin Kelly's. What are we I, doing? That's worse. Kevin that's, Kelly's is way worse. Kevin Kelly's is way worse. Like, it, can they sue? Because they should. That's I could ridiculous. make a joke right now. Don't. But I'm not going to make that joke. Because we I'm all going know, to make that joke off the air. We all know what these faces remind us of, and that's just not well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. This is who? Why? What did Kevin and 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 Cooper did to deserve this? Yeah. Nothing. For real. That on, is on on uncool. Uncool. That gets me thinking. I kind of want to look at what all the other Rays have 
Um, especially the pitchers because you're making some, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of things going on when you're throwing a baseball, but sure. those have to be the two worst, not just on the Rays, but in all the baseball. But I, that does get me thinking, I'm going to have to look at some of the others when I have some time to scheme that up. And by the way, those photos were courtesy by MLB.com. Yeah. Those, yeah. Uh, without the express written consent of major league baseball. Oh my gosh. Of course. Okay. Oh man. Yeah. Not okay. I, Okay, I'm not going to make my joke. Not going to do it. Oh, man, this is willpower. This is willpower. Yeah. Um, Let's turn things into a little positive spin. We put a little ditty out on social media. Which Rays player or which thing about the Rays has been the most pleasant surprise for you thus far? Ulysses, I give you the honors. What has been the most pleasant surprise uh, despite – Losing to the Reds again, trying to put a little positive spin on things here. The Rays are uh 13 and four. Thir- wait, what are they? 14, 14 and three. 14 and three. 14, 14 and three. three. That's amazing. Huh. That's amazing. Okay, so taking the record out because I think the record would be the easy yeah. answer. Got to be a specific thing. I would say lefty stand, uh, you know, standing out. I think. What Josh Lowe is doing, what Luke Rayleigh is doing, is uh, a very nice surprise. Uh, both of them. Again, I've talked about the mental component of it. They know that the Rays wanted somebody else that wasn't them. How do we know that? Well, let's go back to the wild card series postgame conference where Eric Neander and Kevin Cash both are saying, if we stand pat, we are being irresponsible. And right. guess what happened? They stood pat because they thought, hey, you know what? The prices were the, 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 the cost was not right. The length of contracts were not right. Some players did not just want to come to play to, 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 to Tampa Bay. Whatever factors they said, OK, this is what we have. Right. Do we trust them? And they said, hey, let's go play with these boys. Luke Rayleigh and Josh Lowe know this. And knowing this, they came out to spring training. They did their job. Josh Lowe figured out something with his bat and got fitted for a right bat. Luke Rayleigh fixed his stance and shortened his swing. And it's working. So that's the nice surprise that the thing that you were looking for, the pop from the left side, was somehow fixed in the first 17 games, fixed in quotation marks, because, again, 17 games is like 10.2% of the season. Mm -hmm. So far... The lefties are 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 coming through, so that's my biggest surprise and, and pleasant surprise, rather. Yeah, and I'll follow up with that and just more specifically say Josh Lowe again. Josh Lowe, including you know whether what he did, I was still going to say Josh Lowe despite what he did or with what he did against the Reds because just, um, and I know you mentioned the bat thing, but and and I don't necessarily have a side by side of his swing this year compared to last year, previous years, but. He's got a very short, compact swing, which I think is very important with a guy of his size, his stature, and his long limbs. As somebody who has a relatively similar build (laughs) and wingspan with him and and playing golf and softball and all these other sports, you got a lot of moving parts there. And the more that you can constrain that, that only helps you. And you look at his swings, he doesn't even have to follow through all the way to hit a 410-foot bomb to straightaway center. So I think that just making things um 
compact and, and not getting so long with his swing is one thing. Timing up those 96, 97 fastballs is another thing. Um, and being able to adjust to the off-speed pitches. We've seen all of that across the board. And and what really stands out to me, too, is um, runners in scoring position, two outs, and he can deliver a hit. Yeah. He can deliver a blow and not be the guy that is a rally killer. And it's like, oh, well, he's up, so inning over. So he is really coming into his own, just like other guys as well. I mean, we've we've mentioned him. A lot of guys are really stepping up and contributing. But Josh Lowe is the guy that raised fans – prospect huggers have been counting on for the last couple of years and um more so last year but now it's really really seeming to find his footing and sometimes it's just a case of a guy needs a couple hundred at bats maybe he needs to be called up sent back down called up again sent back down it takes a couple of times to figure things out ask uh, jared kalanick about that ask a lot of other guys about that you got to have patience. You got to have patience. The problem is, is if your roster space does not have the luxury of, of, of having patience, then, um, then, you know, some prospects might, yeah. might go by the wayside, but honorable mentions, nice, very pleasant surprise to see continued power. Isaac Paredes, pleasant surprise of seeing more power, Harold Ramirez and Yandy Diaz. And yeah. last but not least, pleasant surprise for being productive with the bat. Taylor Walls. That's all good. Yeah. And uh, some listeners out there, uh, Walls offensive production, Josh Lowe, power from the bottom of the order, the bombs, inexpensive $10 seats. I like that outside the box thinking. Nice. Um, Walls bat again. Yandy's power. Yes. Yandy is showing pull power for sure. Um, production from the bottom of the lineup and uh yeah so that that's that pretty much covers it and, and hammers on it there so. people are gonna be upset you didn't uh say they're ats on twitter man oh i'm sorry there there's just yeah. too many too many too many people contributing but we appreciate every one of you um right. so all right so that out of the way again Pleasant surprises. We hope they're able to keep it up. And again, I think there's, I, I mentioned this on a solo show uh, a week or two ago, just, yeah, the, the race struck out on bringing in that big free agent bat, but I, there's something about it that I love of investing and trusting and giving guys within your organization a shot to test themselves and prove themselves yeah. without having to go outside to bring in uh, the savior, if you will. So, yeah. All right. Uh, moving along here. Uh, Tuesday's game. We have Taj Bradley getting the call up, going up against Nick Lodolo. So hopefully the Rays can uh, get back on the straight and narrow. I will say this, though. Um, Nick Lodolo might be one of the... Um, he he might be one of the the biggest unknowns in baseball one of the the best se best kept secrets in baseball but because this guy at six foot six lefty he can throw and i'll tell you what i made a comparison between taj bradley and chris archer and in the way they look and deliver i'm gonna I, I know this is not comparing these two players necessarily just the way they look and their deliveries nick lodolo Randy Johnson, look it up. 
just that big lefty sidewinder action. Now, Lodolo doesn't necessarily throw as hard as Randy Johnson, but 95-96 from the left side with a a couple other really good pitches. He's he's really more of a a two-pitch guy, but he's good. He's really good. So the Rays, I could see that they really are going to have to work, I think, uh, to, to play across, you know, two, three, four runs. And he's not getting hurt as in runs scored, but he is having a lot of traffic on the bases. That 1.41 whip yeah. does seem a bit high, uh, but again, he's gotten out of trouble. Sometimes when you have good stuff and 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 also good luck, you can get out of the, out of the way. This, before we move on, though, I do like the Randy Johnson comparison there, at least the way they, they look. You know who also kind of had a similarity to an old Rays pitcher? Cooper Criswell gave me Colin McHugh vibes. Mm. Again, not the same stuff, just like the mannerisms, the, the stance, the way that he did the follow through, the pitch movement sometimes. Gave me some Colin McHugh uh, vibes. I don't know if you got that. You know what? That I think we might be onto something. We might need to get Pitching Ninja on this. Side-by-side comparisons of a legend and an up-and-comer, oh. if you will. And look at the shirt yeah, that I'm wearing right now. The shirt. There we Come go. Come on, Rob. Need some Rob royalty Friedman. there. Come on, let's go. Let's do so, it, yeah, man. I, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, so... so- It'll be an interesting game. Again, tough pitcher to face. Uh, hopefully, we, we get to see. I, you know what? I'm calling a big game by Isak Paredes. Facing a lefty. I'm going with Isak. That's my guy to watch. Um, he gets a riding fastball up and mm. in that he turns and burns on. Yeah. I can that see that, just, actually. Yeah. Just going to sock the heck out of the ball. So, Isak Paredes is my, is my man to watch for this game. Tash Bradley, again, his debut Great. Five innings, three runs allowed, eight strikeouts, three on the curveball. I want to see if he's going to continue to use that curveball as much as he did in MLB rather than how he used it in the minors. Again, that was his fourth pitch in the minors. So the fact that he used it so much after Bethancourt kept putting it down, that'll be interesting to see. Also, Bethancourt was the catcher of Monday's game. Will he go back-to-back? because Tash Bradley is on the mound and there's a lefty on the mound. So then he would get a better look because he is better against lefties than Mejia. Is. I think so. that would be the move because you're also playing in a band box and Christian Bethencourt has legit, legit, legit yeah. power, not just from a catcher, but from anybody he has tools. So, yes. um, you get an opportunity to throw one in his wheelhouse and deposit it. Maybe it's a, you know, you're, you before you know it, you're up by two or you're up by three, whatever it may be. So I think Christian Bethencourt is really, after, you know, a dozen years in the minors and playing overseas and all that, he's finally getting his opportunity and a shot and he's, he's capitalizing on it. It's weird because the Rays, not to go into to a whole diatribe here, but, um, you know, finding these catchers up the scrap heap by trade or, or acquisition, you, you saw it with Travis Darno and now Christian yeah. Bethencourt, we've seen it with others that, that, you know, they kind of come out of nowhere and then somehow that, you know, the Rays, they're always looking for catching help, but um, he's a good one. He He's yeah. a special, special guy. And he has one of the best arms from a catcher as well. I mean, I think one of the hardest 
or hardest throws of last year came from him. Um, yes, yes, it did. And hard. again, I underrated, just like maybe Nick Lodolo is on the pitching mound. I think behind the dish, Christian Bethencourt might not get a lot of love yeah. around the league. So if we, I think we should start doing this, by the way. I know this is an organic thing, but maybe a guy to watch for the next game. I'm, uh, oh, guy I'm to watch. It. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So my guy will be Isak Paredes. Is yours Bethencourt? So I got to pick a Ray. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go with Bethencourt if he plays. Okay. I might have pie in my face if he doesn't play or getting that bad. But assuming <laughs> that's the thing he about plays, the Rays, I know that's the thing about the Rays. Like you might say, oh, this guy definitely should play, and Kevin catches yeah. like, nah, brah, you're gonna be wrong. Well, I'll be interested. I mean, does does Brandon Lau play? You know what? Actually, he has sat down Brandon Lau against lefties this whole season. I mean, he has played against some lefties, but there has been some lefties that where he just completely yeah. doesn't play Brandon Lau. So well, I'll be curious at what point in the season do or does Josh Lowe get more run against lefties as well? And maybe some of these other guys that are showcasing themselves. That'll be a I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you're not going to see a lot of Luke Rayleigh, you know, just organically. I'm, I guess if you're facing a lefty, you're going to see Margot in the outfield, Randy Rosarena and. You have to pick one. Well, oof. You have to pick Josh Lowe, I guess. Josh Lowe. Yeah, you got to go with Josh Lowe until Siri comes back. But again, this is an opportunity yeah. with Siri out and about and unavailable. You get an opportunity and, and hey, okay, maybe this guy can hit a couple of lefties. Exactly. Maybe we on our hands. And I exactly. think just more reps in general is good for guys like that, too. Yeah, you got Paredes at third, Franco at second. No, sorry, Franco at short, second. What do you go? Walls? First Yandi? Doing the whole like lineup. That. Yeah, that would work. Okay. Hopefully they score more runs than they did on Monday night. <laughs> Police. And if they don't, then I want Taj to just go six shutty. And then yeah. we can. I mean, there's something about me that wants to see the Rays get blown their doors off. That way, I just, we see Neil Solon's go completely meltdown mode. <laughs> that would know? be worth it. I'd be okay with 14 and four and see Neil Solon's go complete meltdown mode. What would take for Neil Solon's to just take the homerism completely away for 30 minutes? I need to know. I need to know. Oh, yeah. And you know what? If you know the Sweet answer. by the Reds. Getting swept by the Reds. That might do it. Maybe. If you know the answer to what would take Neil Solon's to just completely not be a homer for 22 minutes. Drop it down in the comments. That's all I want. I want Neil Solans to just completely vent. Like that yeah. because I know unfiltered would, Neil yeah. would go hard. When the microphone goes off. Just oh, wait for it. When if, he gets if, home. Oh, if, to be a fly in the snack. wall. To be in the fly in the wall in that car when he's just like fuming about 0 for 10 with men in scoring position. I'd I'd listen, Neil. I would listen. Yeah, that's, yeah. you know, unfiltered Solons. There we go. Yeah. There they, go. I, I think part of the issue, too, with him, you know, letting his guard down a little bit is because he still haven't hired anybody for pregame, postgame. He's still pulling double duty. Yeah. The two-way player. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a he's two-way player. Right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, thank you for making the Lockdown Race podcast your very first listen every day. Every dayers. That's what we're calling it now. The guys, the people, the individuals who listen every day. We're calling you every dayers. Stay tuned for 
tomorrow's show. We'll have more fun. Uh, yes. Hopefully it's a, a raise win and we can go from there with that. So, all right. Um, hope you all stay safe. Enjoy. And uh, we'll talk to you Wednesday.